Welcome back, everybody, to American Soccer Quick Kicks. This is episode 17, and I'm your host, David Wright. We have another weekend of MLS action ahead of us, including a pair of nationally televised games. But before I set you up for those, leg one of the CONCACAF Champions League quarterfinals is in the books. In the first game Tuesday night, we saw Atlanta dominate Philadelphia, create the majority of the chances and dictate play. However, they were unable to finish any of their chances and repeatedly got burned on the counterattack. Philadelphia ended up embarrassing them in Atlanta 3-0, handing Atlanta their worst home loss in their history and scoring three away goals in the first leg. So Philadelphia goes into next week's second leg match, which will be a home match for them, with a huge advantage and it is almost all but a done deal that they will be the ones advancing to the semifinals. In the second game Tuesday night, Toronto lost 3-1 to to Cruz Azul, and in the process, never really looked like they were in the match. They pretty much got outclassed. Cruz Azul looks very strong, so it's going to be tough to knock them out of the tournament. We'll have to see how that goes. So now in the second leg next week, Cruz Azul will be playing at home, welcoming Toronto to them, already carrying that 3-1 to advantage. Both of these results constitute huge uphill climbs for both Atlanta and Toronto, and neither one looked very likely to advance any further. So barring any miracles in the second leg, we can expect to see both Philadelphia and Cruz Azul advance to the semifinals. Then Wednesday night in the first game, we saw Columbus give up an early goal to Monterey and then fight and scrap for the rest of the match to claw their way back and in the 87th minute, scored a winning goal, an apparent winning goal, to take the lead after falling down one to nothing early in the ninth minute. They got one back, and then late in the game, took the lead, and it looked like they were going to win. It was the 87th minute, and as it happens, they gave up the equalizer in extra time at the death of the match, and it was an absolutely heartbreaking result to walk away from the home leg with only a draw. They had the win, they had the come from behind win in their pocket, and they couldn't hold on for the three or four minutes of extra time. So now they have to go after having conceded two road goals. Now, I keep mentioning that because in the aggregate scoring, the first tiebreaker is going to be to give extra weight to away goals. So where they have played Monterey to a draw in this match, if the final tally is going to be a tie in the aggregate, they're going to look at these away goals that Monterey scored, and they scored two of them. So they have to go down to Mexico and find a way to win that match outright, and they're going to have to do so without their playmaking wizard, Lucas Ryan. He picked up another yellow, and through yellow card accumulation and the rules of the tournament, he's going to have to sit out that second leg. So they're going to be playing without their playmaker in the middle and having given up two away goals. They can do it. They won MLS Cup without two of their key players, Darlington Nagmi and, and Pedro Santos, last fall. But it's definitely going to be an uphill climb. They belong on the same field with Monterey, and they definitely have a chance to advance. But If any team has a slight advantage coming out of this first leg result, it is going to be Monterey. In the second match of the night Wednesday, we had Portland and Club America 
in an epic, intense showdown. This match was not one to miss. It was absolutely fantastic to watch. Both goals, the result was one to one. Both goals happened in extra time. Club America went to the penalty spot in extra time of the first half to take a one nothing lead. Then Portland came out in the second half and played with such intensity, attack after attack, chance after chance, some amazing looks at the goal. They could never put it away. It was an intense finish. It was four minutes. It was the final minute of extra time. They sent a desperate ball into the box. There was a mad scramble, and they drew a penalty. And on the very last action of the match, Portland went to the penalty spot and slotted home the game-tying goal to equalize and salvage a point in this first leg. So both matches ended in draws Wednesday night. The first one for Columbus seemed like a loss, seemed like a disappointment that they couldn't come away with a win. For Portland, it was a victory because they salvaged that point at the very end of the match. Both games had dramatic closing moments that everything about the sport that I like and everything I love about this tournament. The CONCACAF Champions League is such an intense tournament. There's so much on the line. All the clubs take it very seriously. And here we are in the calendar where in the early stages of the MLS season, there's really not a lot at stake when, when you've got so much of the season left to play. But right away we get this tournament and it's a playoff intensity from the first ball. And it's just really a lot of fun where the Atlanta-Philadelphia matchup and the Toronto-Cruz Azul matchup kind of look like they're already decided given the margins of victory that we saw in the first leg. These two matches that involve Columbus and Portland, they're still wide open. And it also represents Major League Soccer's best chance to come away with the trophy this year. Now, none of these MLS clubs are going into the second leg with the advantage. Columbus and Portland managed to not lose, but they also did not win and they gave up away goals. So if anybody has an advantage in either of those, it's going to be their opponents. And Cruz Azul blew out Toronto. So if you had to take odds, you'd have to say that Philadelphia looks like it's going to be the only MLS club to make it to the semifinals. But it's not done yet. The games are going to be next week. And I'll be back on Monday to set you up for those. But keep your eyes on this tournament because, wow, it is a lot of fun. In the meantime, this weekend, we have a full slate of MLS action. We have two nationally televised games. Both will be on Sunday. The first one will be 1 o'clock Eastern on ESPN. We're going to see Nashville hosting Miami. These two teams are linked because they joined the league in the same year, in 2020. Prior to last year, most people expected Miami to be the more successful of the two teams. That proved to not be the case. Nashville has done a good job of building their team up from the defense first and have been adding attacking pieces since then. However, after the first two games of the year, they're sitting on two draws where Miami has split their two games with one win and one loss. This game will be played in Nashville where the fan base is very excited and will be welcomed into the stands. So tune in, catch the energy of that game and see how these two expansion sister teams are doing compared to each other. By joining the league at the same time, they're kind of always going to be each other's measuring stick. So we'll see if Miami has truly progressed so far this season and if Nashville has done anything more to improve their attack. Then the second nationally televised game of the weekend will be Sunday night at 9 o'clock Eastern Time on FS1. It's going to feature Seattle versus the Los Angeles Galaxy. Seattle has always been a contending team and most people, including myself, expected them to lose a step this year considering all the changes they're going through and they have an injury to their playmaking central attacking player Nicholas Ladero. However, they continue to play excellent soccer, 
and they have won their first match and drew the second one. And they continue to look dangerous and continue to play a very entertaining brand of soccer. They're a lot of fun to watch. They are always moving. They're always creating excellent chances. And the Los Angeles Galaxy have surprised everyone by coming out with two wins. And they are actually the only team in the league that's sitting on two wins after the first two weeks. Everybody else has either already won or have tied at least one of their matches. The Galaxy are the only team with six points after two games. And it's all on the back of the resurgent Chicharito Javier Hernandez. The Galaxy are the team that I said was a rebuilding project to keep an eye on. Greg Vanny has quickly turned things around there, it seems. He has unlocked Hernandez and has found the right tactics to get him the ball. The team seems to have rallied around him, and they're just a lot of fun to watch. And it's great to pull for Chicharito. And Seattle, again, is one of the more entertaining teams to watch. This should be a great matchup. That is FS1, Sunday night at 9 o'clock. All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode of American Soccer Quick Kicks. I will be back on Monday to set you up for the second leg of the CONCACAF Champions League quarterfinals. Until then, watch some soccer with me, and I'll talk to you next time.